Welcome to Total Life Fitness, and I'm your host, Luke Briggs. On this show, we understand it's more than just fitness, it's your life. We'll share strategies to help you lose weight, gain muscle, build confidence, and live your best life. If you enjoy the podcast, we ask that you please subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review, and share it with a friend. Now, let's get on to the show. Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to Total Life Fitness. I am your host, Luke Briggs. And this week, we are going to talk about the thing that probably everyone at some point in their lives who is listening to this podcast has had some sort of negative association with. And that is the weight scale. Maybe you currently have a negative association with. I know a lot of my clients who I've coached over the years have. I know I have at one point in my life, which I've been able to move past for the last few years. But it is something that we struggle with because many of us associate our identity and our self-worth with what the scale says. Now, that is an entirely different topic beyond the scope of this podcast. But let's just say it's hard not to do, but we really should not associate our self-worth and our sense of being with the number on the scale. It is just one weight at an arbitrary moment of time of our body against gravity, right? So before we even get into that, let's just get into the five reasons why the scale isn't moving. Let's just establish that in the beginning, right? Like we are not the scale, the number on the scale. That does not equal our self-worth. We are much more than that. We define ourselves, right? And our own self-worth. So without further ado, five reasons why the scale isn't moving. And for the sake of this podcast, we're going to talk about why it's not moving in the down direction, because most people want to lose weight or lose body fat. So number one reason why, and this is in no particular order, but the number one is that you ate excess carbs or sodium the past day or two. The number one or first reason we're going to go through is that the scale might not be moving because you ate excess carbs or sodium the past day or two. So pretty much if you eat more food, you're probably going to store more as water weight, especially carbohydrates. So glycogen is what carbohydrates are stored at in humans. And the majority of it is stored in skeletal muscles. So when we have more carbs, our muscles pull in more glycogen. And then it'll appear like we gained a bunch of weight, but it's really just water weight. So it's not body fat. It's primarily just water weight. Unless you weigh, way, 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 way by like thousands and thousands of calories over eight over the weekend or whatever it was that you had a little bit more. That is the reason why. So just know that that could be a contributing factor to why the scale isn't moving if you had a lot of sodium or carbs excess of what you typically have in a day. Number two is you are backed up, for lack of a better term. In other words, you haven't had a bowel movement. So this may seem obvious or kind of funny or whatever, but quite frankly, it's true. Like if you wake up and you never went to the bathroom the day before, I mean, you could be carrying on to an extra pound or two even, depending on how much you have in there. But uh, basically, if you haven't gone to the bathroom, that is a big reason. So um, status of that is super important to consider. So 
again, it's not that you gain fat. It's just that you still have stuff that hasn't gone through your system. So you want to make sure that you have enough fiber intake to uh, digest foods. And you want to make sure that your body's just digesting and processing foods well in general. So that is another reason why the scale might not be moving. Number three is if you are female, could be your female hormones. If it's your time of the month, you know, usually if you're right before your menstrual cycle, you have some fluctuations in your hormones. And many women who do have regular periods, they have symptoms like bloating one or two days before the start of their period. So again, a lot of clients I've coached who are female, like this is why we take average weight over the course of an entire month. Because if you just go day to day, like you might gain a couple pounds, but it's just because your cycle or your time of the month is coming, right? So it's important to consider that when you're comparing month to month that you probably have a week that is going to be higher than the other weeks. So it's important to take averages, daily averages when you're taking your weekly weight versus just taking daily weights. And it's important to consider averages over the course of an entire month as well, because of those fluctuations and because of those uh, female hormones for those females listening to this, or if you're a guy and you have a female in your life, uh, that is why. So that is number three. Number four is the scale might not be moving because you are weighing yourself under different conditions. You are weighing yourself under different conditions. So I always recommend for all my clients inside the Total Life Fitness Academy, that's our signature program, that you weigh yourself first thing in the morning before you eat or drink anything and after you go to the bathroom and then weigh yourself either naked or in underwear. And the reason being is so the conditions are always the same. If you're weighing yourself one time in the morning, first thing when you wake up and then you weigh yourself at night or in the afternoon when you're wearing like a sweatshirt or saggy pants or baggy pants or something like that, that is the reason why your weight is so different because you're wearing more clothes or you have consumed more food throughout the day. So when you wake up, you've just slept, you haven't consumed any food yet, you haven't had any water yet, you just went to the bathroom, so it's always going to be under the same conditions. So it's really important to do that. And if you're weighing yourself always at different times under different conditions, the variable is constantly changing. So that's why I highly recommend having a weight scale at home, putting it on a floor where it's going to give you a consistent reading. For most people, that's the bathroom tile or wherever it is. So it's really important that you always weigh yourself under the same conditions. And if the scale isn't moving, it could just be because you are weighing yourself under different conditions. Number five, the number five reason why the scale may not be moving is you're gaining muscle, but losing body fat. So again, the one thing I want to harp with everyone and really hammer home is that just because the scale goes up does not mean you are gaining fat. Weight gain does not equal fat gain. And if the scale stays the same, that doesn't mean you haven't lost body fat, especially if you're a relative beginner or you're someone who has worked out a lot or trained a lot or dieted a lot, but you just haven't done it in a while, then you're, you may very well be going through a recomposition, which is why it's really important to consider measurements why I have all my clients do measurements it's important to do waist measurement hip measurements for women you know waist measurements for everyone because you know 
if you're a beginner and you just haven't trained for, for 10 years, you've never really trained before. You're naturally, your body's just like primed and ready to build muscle mass. And it's important to have muscle mass because that helps with your metabolism. Your metabolism's optimized when your muscle is optimized. So again, that's why it's important to take photos, take measurements in addition to just body weight when you're tracking all your metrics. So that could be a reason why the scale isn't moving. And I'm going to go with a bonus one. Number six is that you are being impatient. Bonus one, number six, is that you're just quite frankly being impatient. So I remember this first occurred to me, this was maybe seven or eight years ago. We had a, a transformation challenge at the gym where I used to coach. I remember uh, one of our clients who, were, who was doing the challenge said to me, like one of her other friends who was doing the challenge, she's like, you know, so-and-so, my so-and-so friend is frustrated because she's not losing weight. And I'm like, okay, well, how much weight has she lost? She's like, well, last week she lost eight pounds, but this week she's only lost one pound and she's at a plateau. And I think this was like halfway through the week. So she'd only lost one pound in like the last three or four days. So really what this brings us back to is just managing expectations a lot of times when you lose a lot of weight in like the first week, that just happens because you're losing a lot of bloat and water weight. You're not losing eight pounds of body fat in one week. It's just bloat and water weight. So that's why we oftentimes see more weight lost right away. And then as you get more advanced with your dieting and training, then the weight loss slows down because you don't have as much bloat or water weight as you once did in the beginning. So you need to set proper expectations. What I generally tell people is that you should aim to lose between a half to 1% of body weight per week on average. So for example, if you set your target at 1% of body weight loss per week, let's say you are a 200 pound individual. That means that week one, you should be losing about two pounds on average. It's so like over the course of like four weeks, you should be losing about eight pounds. And give or take, you know, certain percentages. And that doesn't mean you'll lose two pounds exactly each week. You might lose four pounds the first week, one pound the second week, no pounds the third week, and then three pounds the last week. Weight loss is rarely linear. It usually kind of goes in whooshes. It's like you lose your first amount, then you kind of plateau for a week or two, then all of a sudden your weight drops again. You have that whoosh, then you plateau a little bit more. And then your weight drops again. So just know that it's more about the averages over time. Stop getting too caught up in the day-to-day -day and instead take your average for the week. I always have everyone inside our Total Life Fitness Academy program weigh themselves between three and seven times in a week. I say at least three times a week because that way you take your average for the week, right? So it's really important to do that because that removes a lot of those extreme variables where you'll have those days where you're just up like three or four pounds for seemingly no reason, right? So you need to manage expectations. And if the scale's not moving, you might just, quite frankly, you might just be impatient. So it's important to manage expectations. So those are five plus a bonus reason of why the scale might not be moving. That is not an exhaustive list. These are very common ones that I have experienced from all of my nine plus years of coaching clients in the fitness space. So if you have any questions, make sure to ask them. Uh, happy to help. You know, this is definitely a struggle that a lot of people have had specifically around the weight scale. 
And if you haven't, check out our info for more information about us in the notes for the podcast. And as always, feel free to reach out. We will talk soon. Thanks so much for listening to the show. And if you found this content valuable, you can connect with me by joining my free men's fitness and health Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash groups slash men's fitness and health. It's linked in the show notes. Make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review so our show can grow and reach more people. Talk soon.